0: To a Hope 1032 podcast. If you have a Bible nearby, that's great. If not, just listen in. We're making our way through the sometimes overlooked New Testament book of James. This is a small but highly significant letter written by James, the brother of Jesus. It's packed with challenges for everyday life. We're up to James 4, verse 11. Brothers, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against his brother or judges him, speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Well, the passage we looked at last night, um, chapter 4, verses 7 to 10, emphasise the the Godward nature of repentance, what we do toward God when we turn back to him. These verses, verses 11 and 12 of chapter 4, bear out some of the human word implications of turning back to God. Now, the words slander, uh, speak against, and judge mean basically the same thing in this passage. They all refer to condemning someone publicly. To judge in this context isn't simply to discern something as wrong, it's actually to write someone off, and in this case, to do it openly. When we do this, we end up judging the law itself, James says there in verse 11. The law here probably refers not to the Old Testament law, but either to Jesus' command not to judge in Matthew chapter 7, or else to the royal law of love, love of neighbor, which James has spoken about earlier in the letter. Either way, the point is the same. To condemn your brother and sister is to disregard something Jesus himself taught? Who would be so bold? Especially since there is only one lawgiver and judge, and it ain't you and me. Well, when the Bible warns against judging others, it's not saying we can't form critical opinions about certain actions, ideas, or even people. This has to be said loud and clear today, because in some parts of the church, Jesus' command against judging is used to justify an acceptance of certain things the Bible actually condemns. I wish I had a dollar for every time I heard people say, who are we to say homosexuality is immoral? I mean, didn't Jesus say, do not judge lest you be judged? The reality is, though, the Bible regularly urges us to assess the rightness of or wrongness of certain teachings and practices. Um, just look at Matthew 7 verse 15. Look at Mark 8:15, uh, Luke 12:57 and a whole stack of others. This kind of judgment is an important feature of faithful discipleship. The judging condemned in the Bible and here in James chapter 4 is the type that seeks to write people off for their failings. So, to continue my example, not judging the gay community doesn't mean approving of homosexual behaviour, it means refusing to condemn or speak ill of our homosexual friends. Fulfilling the biblical command not to judge involves recovering that lost virtue of tolerance. Tolerance is the noble ability to treat with respect and kindness someone with whom you deeply and rightly disagree. An important concern in these verses is slander within the Christian community. James is calling for unity and respect in the way we speak about our Christian brothers and sisters. Again, this isn't the same as having to agree with them about everything, but it does mean we need to speak of others with love and respect. There have been countless times when petty squabbles and infighting over relatively minor issues have split Christian communities apart. The Lord must find this deeply distressing. When you're about to speak to or about others, why not ask yourself, is what I'm about to say uplifting? Is it true? And is it necessary? This isn't just a piece of you know, folk wisdom. Often this kind of self-censoring can moderate our speech in really important ways. James reminds us that God takes our words about each other seriously, and so should we. Louise arrived home from a dinner party, feeling pretty uneasy. She'd enjoyed the night with some of her favourite people from church. The food and drink had been amazing and the conversation stimulating, but as she lay in the dark, finding it hard to sleep, the memory of the conversation began to bother her much of the talk in the latter stages of the evening had focused on mutual friends and acquaintances from church, and it was not particularly kind. Louise now began to think about the laughter and jibes, some of which were pretty unfair and unkind at best. One couple in particular had unloaded some fairly heavy revelations about another family in the church. Louise sensed a growing unease about her own contribution to the discussion. Most of it had been said in jest, but the topic wasn't really a laughing matter. Louise wondered what the couple she'd invited from work made of this conversation. Here were Christians taking cheap shots at each other. Sleep came slowly to Louise that night as she recalled the words of James 4.11. Anyone who speaks against his brother or judges him speaks against the law and judges it. Let's pray. Merciful God, forgive me for every careless word I have spoken about others. Give me a heart that refuses to judge and enable me to build others up through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. Hope 1032.